0: Hello everyone. Welcome back to Midlife Identity. I am Monica here, your coach, your mentor on midlife. Well, I would like to share great news with you all. Yes, I have certified as an existential well-being counsellor from the Belgium Q11 University. So yes, I completed this course and now... I am a certified existential well-being mentor. When I will be guiding you through midlife, it is going to help, I mean I can um, help you all navigate your life, your midlife through the existential givens. What is existential? Existential is what we live since the day we are born till date. Existential living is all about your day-to-day living, the challenges that come by, the happiness, the sadness, the natural things that happen around us, the givens by life. Givens by life is all your comfort, sadness, happiness, everything, everything that comes into your lap is, ex- is existential living. So now being your existential well-being mentor, I shall guide you more specifically through midlife to create and rebuild your identity. Now how this is going to help, this is I'll just explain or give a little insight about how will my existential well-being mentorship help you guide through your midlife identity. Until now, I always spoke about midlife if you go through my various episodes. It was more about even the experiential living that is what we have all experienced in midlife. Certain things which I have shared is about my own self, my friends, people whom I speak to, the information that I gather, the feelings, the thoughts was all put together and put out on this platform to make you feel that you are not alone. That you are not the only one who is going through this identity, uh, you know, rebuilding your identity. It is all of us, all of us are, you know, going through this kind of uh, midlife. The ones who are, you know, 35, 40 plus. And nowadays, as uh, everybody is absorbing things much earlier, things have changed earlier, you know, it would be midlife. We would believe midlife is... Post 50, but nowadays midlife is almost 35 onwards. Yes, so things have changed with the times changing. I want, uh, now I would want to connect with you what midlife and existential well-being would be and why do we reach our midlife and have this identity feeling, rebuilding feeling the feeling of, uh, you know, rebuilding our lives. We feel the, dismiss, the dismal feeling that uh, there is nothing working for us and where have I reached. So I would just like to connect that. Now, if you go back in time as a child, what would you do? Play around? Be happy? Energetic? Do things with your will and fancy? Wake up when you want to wake up? sleep when you want to sleep and even even till you were 7 years old when you went to school it would be you just go you play you go to a play school whatever you're taught there were no pressures you would just step out go play and so much of energy that you did not want to sit i'm sure if you observe a child today as well you would see how energetic they are they just jump from one place to another and you'll see a babies you'll see we've seen so many baby videos You know, they're eating their food, you're feeding the baby and the baby falls asleep. They just live at their will and fancy. Amazing, isn't it? Don't you feel I want to be a child again? And where did I reach my midlife? Oh my God, what happened to that little baby? So what happens is actually, as we grow, as we are growing older, you know, we go to school. We are taught so many things from studies To our parents, to our families, to the environment, everything has an influence on us. The culture around us, every factor has a very prominent influence in our lives. As simple as parents would tell you, this is not the way to conduct yourself, this is the way you're going to sit, this is the way you're going to stand, this is the time you're going to eat, this is the time you're going to sleep. This is how you are going to study. You have to get good marks in class. You have to become a big person. You have to earn. You have to have to have to have to. We are badgered of it all the time. I don't say they are wrong. I don't say that you know parenting or you know every parent is concerned. And definitely would want the best for their child. And that's what we as parents believe that we need to give them direction. Definitely correct in their own way. But... The way we put it, or how the child perceives it and absorbs it, is very different. The same direction given by one parent to a child, the child would take it positively. The same direction given by another parent to another child, it would be just you know playing havoc in the child's mind and would feel burdened by it. So it is how it is delivered and how it is perceived. So that's a separate uh, you know total or different. Thing we, which we can just discuss very deeply, so how it is taken and how it is said and how it, how a parenting is done, so all of these are different aspects. So, but the impression that it has on the child is different. Each one responds, reacts to it differently, perceives it differently, interprets it differently. So we are constantly badgered by the shoulds, goods, do this, do that, all of it. Our life is laid out like a platter so yes age 4 5 you'll be going to the kindergarten you'll be going to school by 10th and uh, by the time you're 14 15 you're going to have your 10th standard 12th standard or grades i think some people call it grades and then you are going to college further studies education so you're just you know following what is meant to be followed then if you're in an environment where there are certain rules, regulations and disciplines, maybe those disciplines, rules, regulations are not in congruence with you. Or maybe you don't believe in those rules and regulations, but you follow it because you're supposed to follow it or you ask to follow it or you don't have a choice but to follow it. Again, that stifles you. Then again, you still grow, you're going into jobs You've picked, you know, you've taken up challenging work and then you have so many people at work. You have your colleagues, you have your subordinates, you have your bosses, your superiors, all of them. Each having an expectation out of you. Yes, I repeat. Each one having an expectation out of you. And you trying to fulfill every expectation. Sometimes... You may not have been able to fulfill particular expectations and sometime you go beyond yourself to fulfill it which angers you, frustrates you, irritates you and puts you off balance completely. Slowly, slowly, slowly you would see that you are going to become that kind of a personality which you think you are not. You would feel this is not me. Who am I becoming? Am I competitive? But I am competing. Am I a person full of anger and remorse? But I am being angry. Am I a person who is frustrated all the time? But I am frustrated. Again, the duality within you. You don't even know who you are because you are fulfilling expectations. You start losing yourself. You get married. You have a spouse. She is trying to make you happy, he or she, and you are trying to make her happy. You want to live in harmony, build a beautiful life. Obviously, two people, you are bound to have certain you know, misunderstandings or certain disruptions and all of that, which is very normal. Conflicts is a normal thing. But we are taught to believe that conflicts are not good. You should not have conflicts. So you keep fighting, conflicting within yourself, not to have a conflict. Interesting, isn't it? You conflict with yourself, not to have a conflict with someone else. What is happening? Again, I'm in turmoil. Trauma gets built. And, you know, so much of trauma that I don't know how much to put it within myself, to remove it out of my system. And my body starts reacting to these various triggers. How does the body react? Maybe you may you know you may just see that trauma the trigger of the trauma coming towards you maybe it triggers a headache maybe it triggers a body ache a stomach ache or maybe you feel weak you feel tired why again because you are fulfilling others expectations or Or you have made yourself and you have seen that you are sitting on a pedestal which you have created and you always want to be on top of that pedestal. You just don't ever want to come below, down, anywhere midway. Even you have built your own expectations from yourself to fulfill others' expectations. See where the equation is just increasing. If you remember algebra, A plus B plus C is equal to E, F, prove it, kind of a thing. (laughs) I mean, that's going down memory lane. So, I mean, what are we doing? Trauma upon trauma is built upon us. You have children. Yes, you have to make them beautiful citizens. Now comes the question. All the trauma that I had, do I want to pass it on to my children? Or you feel, oh yes, I am doing great in life. See, I have turned out so beautiful, so fantastic I have turned out. Now my children also will get the same kind of conditioning. They will turn out to be fantastic like me. Well, 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 children don't go by what you say. Trauma increases. Well, I will just put a pause over here for a minute. uh, Because I thought, am I sounding too cynical? Am I, tell me, or am I not? Am I going down the negative track? I am not or I am. This is something what I have observed typically happening to most of us. Of course, there are happy moments too. I am not saying every single day you are crying in trauma. There are happy days, there are days when you are just, you know, wanting to be yourself, doing what you like, there are achievements, there are things that you have, uh, you know, look forward to, you wake up, you have a beautiful partner, your spouse, your partner, who with whom you share beautiful moments, you go for vacations or you just sit together holding hands, having a cup of coffee. There are beautiful moments too, which we cherish, which we have it close to our heart. Yes, that makes us feel comfortable in a safe space. Those moments are too. So those are the moments we hold on to when we have gratitude and thankfulness for. We bless ourselves. Thank you for giving us these beautiful moments and these beautiful people. At the same time, these beautiful people, when we don't get along, oh, then we have another kind of a reaction. So this all goes side by side. So I didn't want to make it sound so cynical and so negative. Oh my God, trauma upon trauma upon trauma. But that is how the life goes on. Certain life challenges come by. Maybe, you know, sometimes you're unwell or someone in your family is not well. Or, you, you know, there is some challenge which just throws you off balance. That is how life goes. So the point coming back to I didn't want to be... You know, hard hitting on just the challenging part. Yes, there are beautiful moments which we cherish. So that's when you have gratitude, which builds your positive uh, feelings and makes you sail through all the challenges as well. But when the challenges come, yes, we do feel low. We, we do feel thrown off balance. So collecting all of this by the time you're 40, 45, you've you know, seen it all quite a bit in life. You suddenly feel that you're done. It's enough. I don't want more of all of this. I'm done. I'm pretty done. You know, you feel that. It starts weighing on you. So the armors that you have built, you know, to, uh, you know, fight these challenges, the defense mechanisms that you have built all around yourself to fight these challenges Yes, sorry for the interruption. I think I lost some connection. Anyways, so yes, continuing. So by the time, as I was speaking about trauma upon trauma is collected upon us. So by the time you have the armors that we have built, the defense mechanisms that we have built, it starts crumbling slowly, slowly. Because we are tired, enough, right? You feel enough, I'm done, I'm done. So when you feel that done feeling, the armors, the defense mechanisms, all that you have, you know, created around yourself, the fences that you have created, the fence starts crumbling slowly, slowly. And then you wonder at 45, 50, why do I feel this? And people name it as midlife crisis. That's when you believe it's like a crisis has occurred and this is happening and that is happening. Though I do not Go by the word crisis. I believe it's your midlife identity. Because that's when you just immediately, you know, hit a pause button. And you go into self-reflection. You want to reflect on all that you had done, you have achieved, you have gained or you feel you have lost. You're wiser, you're older, you know better. Because in your 20s, 30s, you know, 20s, you're just still finding your foot, finding your ground. You're in a different mode. Nothing matters at that time. You feel you have your whole life ahead. We'll manage it. We'll do it. You know, you just, you're just experimenting. You're in a different mode. 30s, you start feeling okay. Now it's time. Let's get grounded a little. And by the time all the grounding you do in your 30s, by the time you're in your 40s, you just, you know... Almost there, and then you feel, Oh my god, nothing is there with me. You're crumbled, you're crumbling. So, this is uh, when you. St- this is the time when you can actually reflect and rebuild, reinvent yourself, recreate, and make your midlife identity. This is the time where I can put in all my experiences together, look at my strengths, look at my weakness, know better in life because. Nothing teaches you better than your own experiences. You're so rich with your experiences, which is amazing, right? You feel on top of the world. You gained it all. You have it all, or you just feel there's nothing left in my life. It's your positivity which will take you forward. So at this time, when when we are in our midlife, we have to look at ourselves. And we have to build a life of full of well-being, happiness and take it forward. Our lives were all about, you know, first finding comforts, building a house, building income. You know, you want love, you want stability. After that, you want to have good relationships, you want to have a social status, your self-esteem. You need a place in the, you know, society. All of this you've been working at when you reach your midlife, you want to look at yourself. Pause, look at yourself, go within, see what you are all about, discover and explore who you are, which will help you take your own self to another level of you know, it was like a time of self transcendence from your personal talents to being who you are, what is your purpose in life and if not purpose in life, you are here for a reason. Search for that reason. We all are embedded with a secret code. Let's unleash your personal secret code. And how will we do that? From now on, we are going to explore one aspect at a time for you to go within and unleash your secret code. Thank you for today. Thank you for tuning in. Have a lovely evening and looking forward to hearing from you and taking all about this existential well-being into you know a, a different mode. I want to take it forward with you all in our midlife and have a beautiful midlife and reinvent and rebuild ourselves thank you so much everyone thank you thank you for signing in and tuning in to today's podcast stay tuned and we shall forever be diving deeper into the various prolonged battles struggles pressures thoughts of finiteness Understanding what midlife is all about and wanting to create our own midlife identity. I shall end with the beautiful saying by Victor Hugo. When grace is joined with wrinkles, it is adorable.